Ladies and gentlemen. Ali, a sneaky right hand. Another sneaky right hand. This time he works over the shoulder. from Sunset Station here, Club Madrid, right by the sports book. Great time to come on over to Sunset Station, whether it's gaming, the food options, of course, the sports book here, and entertainment back at Club Madrid as well, too. Got the band getting ready to do a sound check and everything. I mean, yeah, our, Stitch was going to get up on stage and sing. I know. I was just going to say, our next guest starts, starts going the wrong way. He's like, oh, I, I'm here to do my sound check. I mean, you know. Got, well, they, they thought Carlos Santana was sitting in with them. This is that's true. That's what they thought. Yeah, <laughs> Carlos. <laughs> hey, that's what, what I thought. What are you doing here? Where's the guitar, man? So the Golden Pipes, Carnell Johnson joined us here uh, today. Uh, we appreciate him. And uh, Chuck Esposito a little bit earlier. And now we go from uh, another icon to a different type of icon. But they're all kind of correlated here. The entertainment world. My man Stitch Duran, the baddest cut man in the business. I should say the best because people say the baddest. They think, well, this guy's really bad. But no, he's bad. You know, good is bad. Revolutionized the business. He changed it over. He is the man when it comes to if if you're in a fight. And you're going to get cut. This is the man you want in your corner. Yeah, not only that, but again, when you want somebody in the movie business, uh, you got to have, whether it's a trainer or a cut man, oh, he's our guy. Well, not only that, but you talk about a guy that would give you the shirt off his own back. He's got his own clothing line. Is he's got true? everything. Is this true? Jacob <laughs> Stitch Duran, my man. What's up, brother? Hey, thanks for having me on again, man. Ballpark oh. French, you know, it's always a pleasure seeing you. And TC, you know, you and I go back way in the days of Tony the Tiger Lopez. You, you know, got so that right. It's, uh, it's good to just do Barbershop talk with guys and yep. hang out. Yep, there we go. All right, man. So uh, we talked a little bit about the movies. For people that don't know, we've had Stitch on before. Love talking movies with him. He's been in Rocky Balboa. He's in Creed, Creed 2, Play It to the Bone, Here Comes a Boom, Ocean's Eleven, Undisputed, RX. <laughs> what else did I, did I Did I get them all? Yeah, pretty much all. You know, oh, it's funny pretty you close. I, I just left the weigh-ins for Tomorrow's Fight right? with Shakir Stevenson and, and Lee Samuels, one of the uh, old guys for yeah. 
Scott Brank says, you know, I, he goes, I just heard an interview uh, with you uh, talking about the Rocky movies. Was it with TC? <laughs> I said, it probably was, and I'm on my way to go talk to him again. Is that yeah, right? So, yeah, so so he said, that hey, great interview. Oh, yeah, okay, so. yeah. Yeah, he, Lee did uh, yeah. uh, say that to me afterwards, and Lee listens all the time. And, again, he's, he's you know, we had Bob on yesterday, and I go back to 1992 when I – uh, first came here, and Lee was a, an avid listener of the show, and said, "Hey, we got to get you to the fights." And I go, "Oh, okay. I, I love boxing. That's great." And uh, they had they had a fight at the Hacienda. Remember, they used to do a lot of the club cards, you know, back in the day. Yes. And he uh, and he and he put me right there in the very very front. And the very first time, I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna cool, you know, getting all dressed up and everything." Yeah, I left. I had blood all over me. <laughs> he put me he put me too close, Lee. And then, uh, of course, introduced to Bob at that point in time. And then the, the rest was history. So just, you know, again, love love the sweet science, love the sport. Uh, top rank, no one does it better, in my opinion. And uh, it's uh, you know, now they've got three great cards coming up here in the next three weekends, and we've got tickets, so hang tight. We're going to give away some tickets as well, too, on today's show. So uh, stay tuned for that. But Stitch Duran, who has been in the corner of uh, many of these uh, world championship fights in the movies like we talked about. So, uh, yeah, man. And Frank's right. You revolutionized it. You did. I mean, you you know, when, when Hollywood wants to make a boxing movie, I mean, you're one of the first guys they call. I mean, you and my man Kenny Bayless, you guys getting a lot of love now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Ken, it's, it's nice. And, you know, I, what happened with Creed 2 is I was and in And Joe York. Cortez before yeah, that. Yeah, got to yeah, say that, yeah, too. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Joe Cortez brought me on to Balboa. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I was in New York doing a show at the Garden, mm-hmm. uh, uh, the Creed 2 people were there, Steve Capo and, mm-hmm. and uh, Kevin King, the producer, and they asked me if I had any contacts with uh, Kenny Bayless and Robert Byrd. I said, mm-hmm. yes, of course. So we got them in the movie, you know. <laughs> and uh, But, yeah, you know, we're all – it's a small world, and, you know, they want authenticity and, and – um, it's nice to be part of that group. Yeah, no doubt about it. All right, so uh, you just got back from Miami, right? I did. Okay, so you were on the card of the Floyd Mayweather Jr. Uh, Logan Paul thing, and uh, we've had a little bit of fun with this, you know, talking about it, you know, with the us boxing people, we just don't put much credence into it, but, you know, the YouTubers, they were all excited about it, but you actually were in one of the two legitimate boxing matches that were on that card. You were in Badu Jack's corner, which you have been uh, for, for many fights. And uh, congratulations to Badu and yourself for, for that victory. What was your take? I mean, we can get into the main event, the whole thing, but just you know, being part of, of something like this. And again, you're a guy who's been in Hollywood. You've done the movies, so I'm sure that none of this phases you whatsoever. But, but only having just a, a couple of legitimate you know, fights being the undercard for that circus what was that like well this is like my fourth one you know and that's, that's true that's a good that's thing true. about it i did ksi when he fought logan paul i worked with anson gibb from the uk when he fought jake paul and i was on the tyson roy jones uh show and then of course this one here uh but yeah you're right you know uh badu jack uh, unfortunately he was going to fight jean pascal but he tested like four different substances of steroids and and scratched that one out. And he, he did the uh, whole cocktail. Yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, literally. Yeah, yeah. He had a hangover once all that was done. And but uh, yeah, the the whole event was was uh, was different. Of course, I mean I've been through them before. But you know I'm in the audience. I'm way in the back of the arena, and uh, I'm just looking at the audience how they're reacting to the Floyd and Logan Paul fight. And I think they were a lot of them were disappointed in the outcome and i think i kind of expected that because mm-hmm. I've, I've seen it before 
So can either one of the Paul brothers actually fight? Because Jake has won his fight. He's had a couple knockouts. Logan now actually talking about maybe getting an MMA, too. It's like you're 0-2 in boxing, although the last one was an exhibition. I mean, maybe you should learn how to box or something. But how serious do these guys take it? And do you see actually any actual talent in either one of those brothers? Yeah, talent, yeah, no doubt about it. You know, they, they're they both wrestlers. They were both high school wrestlers. And, you know, when I had my school of kickboxing, guys that were wrestlers that would turn into kickboxers be became good kickboxers because they've gone through the gambit. And, uh, you know, uh, Jake Paul is trained by BJ Flores and, and, and a good group. And uh, I think Logan Paul, you know, they have good teams behind them that are taking them. There is good enough for what they're doing right now to maximize uh, their exposure. Uh, but, yeah, you know, they can fight. You know, no, no doubt about it. They're not, uh, you know, they're not... Uh, you know, the guys that just come in, like Ben Askren just didn't do a good show. And these guys. I never saw a guy happier after getting knocked out. He was like, the check's going to clear. 500000 yeah, of course. You know, but but they are bringing up the point and, uh, of, of MMA guys not getting paid fairly, you know. And uh, so there's a can of worms that's being opened up. And, yeah, i gotta, I got to respect these guys for going out and doing that. KSI, I worked with him for six weeks. And, you know, he went from, a, I think, a rapper, whatever he does, to being a fighter. And uh, he made that transition through hard work. So they do work hard, no doubt about it. So what do you think about this, Stitch? We're seeing more and more, and it's just not the MMA guys that you know want to get into boxing or the YouTubers. Now we're seeing, like I said, Chad Ochocinco, okay, the former football player. You know he was in, in, involved in this thing. We're seeing other guys. We saw Nate Robinson, the former basketball player. Everyone thinks that they they can be a boxer. Uh, and again, you get to see it up close and personal. You know, again, Tyson Fury's corner, so many world champions' corners. Uh, what's your advice to these guys? You know, it's funny you say that. Ocho Cinco was in the dressing room next to us, and uh, after his fight, he said, "Hey, look, I went in the dressing room. Hey, man, congratulations and welcome to our world." He says, "I don't want to be in your world." He goes, "This is the hardest <laughs> thing I've ever gone through." You know, but I told him, I said, "Well, you know, out of respect, at the end of the day, what you did." just kind of really put you in a different category because anybody that has the courage to go into a ring and get punched uh, and, you know, and do it, you got to give them that respect. So I said, so, you know, in life, you'll always be a gladiator at one point, whether it's a win or lose situation. Just to go into our circle and do what we do uh, took a lot of guts. So what was his attitude like, and what was he like? Oh, a super nice guy. Yeah, you know, I think he was happy to have done what he did and, and the accomplishments that, that went with that and the exposure. And, and, you know, these programs are all about exposure. You know that, and I know that, and it's economics, and, and it's working. You know, the first one I did uh, with the Zone with KSI and Logan Paul, I didn't really understand the concept, but they work on a subscription basis. And why not get these millions and millions and millions of young followers that uh, Logan Paul and Jake uh, KSI had? Mm -hmm. I knew it was a different world when I walk into the arena. You know, you'll go in the dressing room, we'll put our stuff away, and then the team will walk out to the the corner and we'll decide, I'm going to work on the right side, you work on the left side, you work Mm -hmm. the middle. People knew who Vidal Riley, the coach, was, and Leon. I just didn't know who I was. (laughs) So I knew it was a different world. (laughs) (laughs) When it comes to fighters like that and these guys that have never boxed before, do they have any clue what you're even doing when you're taping their hands and stuff like that? Or or do they even know why it is or it's like why you do it a certain way or whatever? Well, that's why you guys are the best, man. You have good questions. And and, and I'll answer that to you is is for the most part – uh, KSI knew who I was. He's a little bit more athletic than Anson Gibb. Anson Gibb, I'm wrapping his ass. He didn't even know who I was. So it kind of <laughs> lets me know that he's in a world that's 
you know. He's in the, yeah, he's not, no, he's he's not in your baptized. world, man. Yeah, he's exactly. going to be baptized. Exactly. You know? There you go. And, uh, but, yeah, you know, but as I wrap their hands, uh, Ballpark Frank, uh, like I do fighters, is, is I calm them down, I understand. But with these young guys, I try to give them my advice as to how you could better yourself. And, and I did that with Michael B. Jordan. You know, listen, you right. know, uh, here's what you got to do. It takes the heart of a warrior. Just the confidence builders and kind of define what we do. And, uh, so you're giving uh, them a pep talk while yeah, you're wrapping their hands. Yeah, yes. Uh, putting on the foil. Putting on the foil. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I like that. I like that. Putting on the foil. Can I steal that tagline? It's yours. Write it down. There yeah, you go. Yeah, stealing the foil. I like this. So last thing before we close out this Paul conversation, which one of these brothers is, is the better fighter, or is either one worth a darn? I, I think Jake Paul, you know, he's been doing it a lot longer and more yeah. consistent, but I think the younger He's got brother. a heavy punch. Yeah, 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 exactly. You know, and he can fight. You know, he's, he, he's like I say, he's a wrestler turned fighter. All right. Jacob Stitch Duran joins us, a cut man extraordinaire, been in this boxing business such a long time, and also uh, on the big screen uh, as well, too. You know, we, we talk a lot about the, the movies with you of all those movies you've been in which one is it means the most to you maybe the maybe the most proud of uh well you know the i was talking about today at the weigh-ins you know the the creed series right yeah uh i think it was well in the second one number one working in the first creed with michael b jordan you know actor coming into our world like i said i spent six weeks every day wrapping his hands and and try to guide him and all that up around the fifth week you know i said look I, at this point you really demonstrating you're bringing our game up at the highest level and I'm going to knight you as a fighter, right? So we got a good relationship. But on the second one, you know, I'm telling him how proud I am of him and Ryan Coogler and Tessa and, and Stephen Kappel, the directors, on, on how they have really accelerated. And Michael looks at me. I mean, we're as far as, as you are away from me, uh, TC. And mm -hmm. he said, you know, Stitch, we went from being actors to writers, producers, and directors. And he looks at me and says, I'm directing Creed Three. And you're with me as long as you want. So answering that question, just being part of the Creed series is, like I was telling the guy in definition, I, like what Mick was to Rocky, I am to the new gen. I'm the new generation stitches to Adonis. That's true. And, and yeah. if I get that third movie in there, then then I, that my whole life will be satisfied, and 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 I'll say I was part of Adonis's uh, legacy. And I would imagine too that your role could increase a little bit as well too because of the familiarity and again you know people know who you are you have the respect obviously of the directors and the producers and the actors the people you're working for that i i would think you know over time we've already seen that for your roles you know from just like be having an appearance like in oceans 11 for yeah. example to where getting a line or two and speaking parts and being in more scenes right well you know and it's funny you say that because uh we just finished our zoom uh been invited to be a consultant producer for mm movie uh, that they're going to be filming uh, hopefully start in August but uh, Charlotte and I my wife and I will be in Santa Fe New Mexico for three four months uh, being a consultant and I'm sure I'll be having some yes. some lines in there but right. for them to bring me in for the authenticity uh, says what you're saying you mm -hmm. know and the same thing with uh, when I did the Creed movies and the others is, is I want to make sure that if you're going to do it let's do it right all right speaking of doing it right I mean us in the, our business or in, in sports, we're very critical of sports movies in general. We have our favorites, and we are very, very critical of you know not getting certain information right. I'm going to ask you: best boxing movie 
that you think really nailed it the best as far as authenticity, whether it's story, acting, but just the boxing scenes themselves uh, of I all think, time? What do you think? I, I think Creed did a great job. Yeah. You know, I uh, and, and the first one definitely did a, a tremendous job. Tony Bellow and, and Michael B. Jordan, uh, even uh, – so in that aspect, the fight scenes were designed really, really good. And it's funny you say that because the movie with uh, Forrest Whitaker, uh, he was a he was a coach. But I sent the people, the MMA people, the fault, the differences of not knowing what you're doing. But the guy has Jake, whatever's Gulenberg, whatever his name the, was, the actor, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yes, get yeah, that yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. So he has a cut here. Right. And Forrest Whitaker is right. putting the swab. <laughs> up above his cut, you know, and and well, he and didn't want to infect it, and, and that's on TV though, <laughs> right? You know? right? So I, I took a picture of that and I sent it. I said, "Look, that won't happen here." Perfect, you know. See, so that's, that's what I'm talking about. That's exactly. An example. Yeah. All right, when we go back to you know, you go back to the Jake LaMotta movies, and you go back to that, you know, some of the older movies. Then, of course, 1976, you go to to Rocky yeah. as well too, and you now you look back at some of those scenes and you kind of say, "Wow." I mean, you know, we know this 40 plus years ago, but uh, you know, probably a lot of it has to do with what you're talking about just the evolution over time on how they've you know they've gotten better you know with with me scripting things and acting that sort of thing but uh you know i think i don't know about for you but if you go back and look at maybe some of the old rocky movies or even some of these other ones you're going like man that's those scenes really weren't that good i agree yeah (laughs) you know now that i i understand the game but like rocky balboa which you were in yes one of the later ones much better boxing scenes, right? That was very, very good. And, you know, there, there's a scene where Antonio Tarver, Mason the Lion Dixon, yeah. punches Balboa, mm-hmm. and he hurts his hand. I remember that he's like yeah. this. Yeah. So one of the lines that I I didn't have lines in the script, but I can right. try to steal one in there, right? <laughs> and Mike Tyson, I had asked Mike Tyson, I said, every fighter has that one little thing that nobody has. What's that one little thing? He says, take the pain. So I thought that was a great line. So when he sat down, he said, oh, I hurt my hand. I said, well, take the pain. Take the pain. <laughs> well, when I see the movie, they ad-libbed it. Somebody else said it. You know? Is that right? I guess the coach said it. You know? oh. they, they took my line of take the pain. Take they the stole pain. from you, they man. Stole, okay. Yeah, they did. We, we, your royalty. We, 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 got, we got to get a lawyer on this yeah, right yeah, now. Exactly. Charlie, get the, get the lawyer on this. What's going on? That's no good. Yeah, so a little behind the scenes. I look and say, hey, that was my line. Yeah. Great so. stuff. Great stuff, man. With with all the colorful characters you've known in boxing and MMA, just in the fight business in general, you've seen a lot of movies in that. Who do you think they should make a movie about? Like if you could pick somebody in, in any of the fight games or maybe one or two guys or something, but you're like, you know, there's a story that would be intriguing to people. Wow. You know, uh, Roberto Duran, I think it would be a good story behind the scenes of how he came up and, you know, his lifestyle growing up and, and going in and starting out for what one thirty five and then working himself up, uh, I think that himself is a good Diego Diego Corrales. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you and I both knew him when he was yeah. young, and just a career of what he did growing up. I remember mm-hmm. when we had our school of kickboxing in Fairfield. You know, Diego was fifteen, sixteen years mm-hmm. old, and he would come and spar and beat beat my pros. You know, mm-hmm. so that's a good story. But that's a good question, and I'm sure there's a you know the thing with that's great with working with all these fighters behind the scenes is they all have tremendous stories that that really is what makes my job more exciting it's not so much though i tell the guys i've done so many world title fights that it's not about that anymore it's about the characters of the fighters but to get into their heart and souls uh we all have stories mm-hmm. you know they all have stories and and uh, you just it's hard to pinpoint one tyson fury is one of those characters one of those guys and you were in his corner, last time it, he fought here against uh, Deontay Wilder, and this this match is going to take place. Uh, 
Got the announcement coming, official announcement on Tuesday. Press conference is happening. So it is July 24th at T-Mobile Arena. Are you going to be in Tyson Fury's corner when we uh, on July 24th? Well, that's the plan. You know, well, I've, I've been seeing him in the gym and all that. And, and uh, you know, we're talking about Tyson Fury today, and you're right. He's one of the characters, just yeah. real, real nice guy, super nice guy, and a great story. But I was telling him as, as, as nice as he is, I was just telling guys at the weigh-in, I have a video with this guy, Anis Nasir from India, communicates with me. I don't know him or anything like that, but he says, can you have Tyson Fury say something for me? So I asked him, and he sent a nice well wishes. This Tyson Fury world champion, and he want to wish you the best and and all that. And, you know, and I said just the other day, I said, look, it it means a lot. It, It means everything to this young man. Might not mean anything to anybody else, but this moment right there that you spent time and saying hi to him, it's going to probably stay with him for the rest of his life. So little things like that is what he does. Right. And, uh, you know, again, not to embarrass you whatsoever. I don't think I can embarrass you. But anyway, uh, you know, when Tyson Fury, you know, uh, ha- has been cut away. He gave you a lot of credit too, yeah. and he and he he said, "Hey, I I need to have Stitch. I mean, you have you've taken care of his face. Yeah. Uh, you know, we've seen that before. You know, like wow, you know what happened here. But uh, you, you're one of the best, and uh, it, it's great to see you guys together. And Tyson is is a fun guy. Like I said, he's just you know Bob likes to compare him to Muhammad Ali. And I know where where Bob's going with that. Not really the success, but just the charisma and the personality. And we really haven't had a heavyweight like that in our time, even though he's not an American, but he he comes across like not only an American, but he comes across like a Las Vegan. And Bob was talking about this yesterday, saying that I really think that the Las Vegans are really taken to this guy, and he's building the house here. He's training more and more here right now. But I think it is that charisma and that fun that he likes to have, and he's personable. I mean, he's a guy that he won't shy away from you. I mean, he'll he'll, he'll take pictures and stuff with you. And this guy's the the heavyweight champ of the world. And he is. That's that's him 150 percent. You know, he just real giving to himself and 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 you know. Let me add, and I was mentioning that again today. We always talk about him, but every round that he works, whether he's shadow boxing or jumping rope, or he you know he could be talking to you and I as he's jumping rope or shadow boxing, but he works for every second of that three minutes. You know, so a lot of guys we we laughed. Uh, a lot of guys will be shadow boxing. They'll stop and they'll talk to you, and that's the way of taking breaks, right? And and uh, jumping rope and stopping. And but no, he'll work right through it. So you know that to me, that's a discipline factor. And uh, I think uh, in the description that Bob's trying to say, like Muhammad Ali, style-wise, Bruce Lee said it best: is this he flows like water. Not that he's talking about Tyson Fury, mm-hmm. but the technique is he right. flows like water, and and that's the way he is. He's so relaxed. Right. Yeah. yeah. So what do you think is going to happen in in this fight? Is it, I, is it going to be instant replay of what we I, saw? I don't know. You know, it's, uh, I hate being an armchair quarterback because that's how I am. I know. You know, but the probability of cuts, it's, it's always there. You know, and uh, you can never, you know, uh, not question the power of Wilder. Yeah. You know, I know that I think Malik Scott is working with him and all that. But I personally, I think Tyson Fury style-wise has his number. Mm-hmm. I wanted to ask you a question for a while now because we started out talking about the Paul brothers, guys guys that aren't actual fighters but trying to be fighters now. You worked exclusively with the Klitschko brothers for yes. years and years. We knew that they weren't going to get in the ring and fight each other. Which one of them was better? Or is that just too hard of a question to really answer? Uh, no, it's not. It's uh, I think technique-wise, I think Vladimir, you know, working with Emmanuel Stewart for so many years was westernized with his techniques. But when it came to the Bulldog, the pit bull, uh, Vitelli hands down. You know, he just he was just rough and tough with his opponents. And the thing I liked about Vitelli 
is that he would go to the body as a heavyweight. He would go to the body, and uh, but just tough. Tough as nails, and even even when I talk to him, I still got to look at him or or talk to him in a certain way because you know I stitch, you know stitch, stitch, you know. He tells me <laughs> stitch. If you were with me when I fought Lennox Lewis, I would have won the fight, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, but super, both of them super guys. Super. Yeah, you know uh, we we see brothers, you know, in this sport, and they're usually very close to the same weight. We see that with the Klitschko's, and there was always talk about these guys fighting each other. Oh, we're never going to fight each other. And now we see the Charlos. Yeah. Uh, are we ever going to see brothers fight each other? I don't think so, man. Yeah. You know, it's it's it, the mental game. It just it's too tough for these guys. Yeah. It, it 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 shouldn't. Even, it's not even fair for them to fight right. in a fight. And uh, I don't think you ever see it. Yeah. Good question, though. Well, right. no one's going to pay me for it, but I have a brother that I'm more than willing to fight if anybody <laughs> wants to give me a dollar for it, even. Hey, I got a buck or two, man. <laughs> I'm down. Hey, I'm down. Let's I'll, go. I'll work the corner for no charge, bro. Come on. Whoa, I'll look at that. Wanna, there, I just want to see Frank fight. Yeah. <laughs> Who's your brother going to get? I mean, you got, you got legendary Stitch Duran in your corner. I don't corner. care who he gets, but he's yeah. going to be the one bleeding. I mean, I'll guarantee you I, that. We can't even put a line on this. I mean, you'd be such a heavy favorite, I, you know? Yeah, I, I mean, I don't care if I broke my neck or not. He will go down, and it'll be a hard two. Uh-oh. Down goes Frazier. All right. Man, tomorrow night, uh, Shakur Stevenson, yes, 15 and 0. Uh, only like eight night, eight knockouts, though. But again, he's you know, he's one of those guys that I know that the top rank likes Bob likes him a lot. Uh, you can say that you know, eventually he could be a pound for pound guy. What do you expect to see from Shakur Stevenson t- tomorrow night because he's facing the guy that has is coming in with 10 straight knockouts, right? Exactly, and uh, tough fight, you know, it's a tough fight, but it's it's a uh, it's a telling fight on whether he's going to go right, left, or straight, right? So uh, a victory will will just help him. Uh, the guy's not a big, big name, uh, but nonetheless, you know, Shakir's staying busy. I think this is his five or six, fifth or sixth fight while we've been in the bubble. And we started the bubble with top rank June the 12th of last year. So we're coming up to one-year anniversary. So for him to be active, uh, I think he has that advantage over this other young kid from Nambia. All right. How's the new venue over there? The new venue that's the old venue that used to be the joint or whatever? Because I'll tell you what, I miss the days of the original joint when there was a staircase going down to the cage. You were standing on the one side. I was over there. I remember one time there was somebody sitting in my seat, and you were like, hey, this is Ballpark Frank spot or whatever, some media guy from out of town or whatever. We were always in the same place, but we were always at the fights and that together. And and I was like, hey, thanks a lot, Stitch. Oh, no, no, that's your spot. That's your spot. You earned it. Yeah, you know what? And it's funny to have gone back over there. Uh, everything was the same, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, they're walking down from the top, the bar area down to, and then taking the elevators up to the, uh, yeah, everything was the same, up to the dressing rooms and all that. So it's good to be back in action. Uh, you know, things are kind of settling down with this pandemic and people, uh, you know, it's getting a lot freer. So it's good to be back. Which fight are you looking forward to the most coming up here this summer? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. How about Pacquiao Spence? That's fine. Yeah, I, yeah. I like that. Yeah. yeah, you know, it's funny because I, I do so many. I just kind of wait yeah. for something yeah, to happen. You got you know, like, yeah. like the fights right. here, you know, I'm working, I think, every fight. But they ask me who's who's fighting. I said, man, I don't know who's fighting. You know, I just show yeah. up. You know, to me, I wrapping the hands a, yeah. a hand and yeah. working a cut's a cut. You know, you just look at your list and see who that's you got up yeah, next. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's true. You, do you need your hands wrapped or do you have enough gauze and tape? And mm. let's talk when we're in the dressing room and we'll mm. work a strategy. How uh-huh, I'm going to work your corner and you know we go through all these details. So that means you have to you have to have a quite a wardrobe You know, with with the ring robes, I mean, you got to have a whole bunch of different ones every bout, man. Right? Well, pretty much. You know, <laughs> top rank made us uh, uh, our. My, you got the standard one, right? Yeah, well, yeah. Well, we got the ones that have blue 
and then with yeah. some that have red and I haven't yeah. thought about it. Hell, that's the red corner and blue corner. Right. And uh, so yeah, we have we have team outfits. At least you man. know where to where to walk. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. So <laughs> we look know, down. Oh, blue. Oh, I'm going yeah, blue yeah, corner. Oh, yeah, what, yeah. what fight do I have next? Yeah. But it's funny because I'll go from one one corner to the other depending on who I'm working with. All right. Who are you working with tomorrow night? In uh, Shakur's corner. Yeah. You. You. Okay. I've always been working of with Shakur yeah. since. since and, for a long time. I remember, and, yeah. yeah. yeah so. Well, and it's probably good that you're in red and blue like that, too, because if the guy that you're working in his corner, if he walks to the wrong one, then you know that he probably needs a little more work. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> but it's funny, man, because like, like the, the, the camera guys and the timekeepers yeah. and uh, even even the, the doctors and uh, me and Mike Basil kind of work against each other all the time. And, and unfortunately, in these games, the bubbles... He has more victories than me, so they mess with me. Hey, man, how many fights? Uh, how many guys you got winning? You know, <laughs> oh well, you lost another one. So they go and they bust me all the time, man. And say, uh, I can't but, go in and throw for him. Yeah, I mean, yeah, come exactly. on, man. Yeah, you know, I'm just working the fight. But when I work with the real guys, right. I, I have a high win percentage. And 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 one fan on Twitter says, you know, Stitch. Uh, I was working with Devin Haney. Yeah. You know, the guys that, that he works with, it's ninety percent win ratio. Yeah. You know, so well, you know, what, if you're not going to win the claiming races, winning the stakes races pays more. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll take it. You mentioned Devin Haney. We saw him a couple weeks ago. Yes. I mean, we pretty much dominated the fight, but he did get rocked pretty, pretty much, too, at the end of the one round. A lot of people are saying, wait, wait, he, 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 he could be ready to go here. Yeah. But uh, he hung on for, for the victory in a close decision. What was your, What's your thoughts about Haney? And talk about when, when he got buzzed there. Yeah, hey, I like the kid. You know, the first time I worked with him, his, his dad got a hold of me like a week and a half before the fight. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, and I'd seen him in the gym and, you know, and all that. But, yeah, the kid could fight. And and getting buzzed, yeah, it, it's it's. I guess it's a good thing that he did get buzzed because now he knows how to react. And, you know, the first two steps were a little unstable. Right. But but then, thank God, the bell rang and, you know, he picked himself up. So I, I think everybody needs to get cracked like that once or twice to understand uh, how they respond. All right. We got a, a question from one of our uh, listeners. They said, who would win in a fight, uh, one of the Paul brothers or Stitch? Oh, I'd, I'd kickbox them. <laughs> I can see they don't do kickboxing. I'd do kickboxing. I'd throw elbows and then kick them in the legs and the shit. Well, plus you know? you'd have a big advantage because you're wrapping their hands. Just don't wrap them properly. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> I'm doing too tight. Right? Do, well, they can't punch or anything like that. So. Yeah, they hurt themselves every time they throw throw a punch. They're not yeah. going to throw. But it's funny, you know, that that, that question is asked because yeah. I used to work with my buddy Livingstone Bramble all the time. Yes. Even Cliff Cowser and all that. But, you know, boxers are programmed from the waist on up. And, and of course, kickboxers, you know, we go to the legs all the time, so I'd be looking at him and chop his, his thighs down, you know, and he'd get so mad, stand, yeah, dang, 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 you know, so uh, they're, they're not prepared for low kicks. Hey, real quick, too, I want to get your thoughts on this, because I know some of the fighters on this card tomorrow night over at the Virgin, they, uh, Bob had told us that they're going to be going to the Olympics after this. What do you think about the Olympic boxing coming up here, and pros, not like the big name pros that have million dollar fights and that, but you can be a professional now and be in the Olympics. What do you think about that, and what do you think about the Tokyo Olympics in general? Because there's some people that don't even want them to go on. Yeah, I, uh, that's, that's a tough question, but um, yeah, I didn't know that. See, I'm going to show you what I know about the Olympics coming up right now. I didn't know that, you know. Uh, You're pro- not working a corner, so you don't care. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a business, but, man, yeah. Yeah, but I, I didn't know that pros could Well, if you, have, if you, if you only have a couple fights. Yeah, a certain amount of fights or whatever. So if you only have two or three fights, you can be, you well, go let's to the Olympics. eliminate so. that and just keep amateurs as amateurs. Right. You know, the way right? it used to be. So, yeah. you know, let's not make it no harder than it is. All right. 
Shakur Stevenson, uh, silver medalist, uh, former Olympian, 15-0. He is headlining the card tomorrow night against uh, Jeremiah Nakatilia, 21-1, 10 straight knockouts. Should be a pretty good main event. Three shows in a row coming here in the next uh, three Saturday nights. Uh, We've got the Monster next week, and then Lomachenko is is in a couple weeks after that. So we've got some some great cards. It's great because we've all been around here for a long time, and we love going to the fights. And to have it back you know, on a regular basis. And these aren't like club shows. I mean, these are world championship, you know, boxing events here. And the venues could be a little bit smaller. We see it at the Chelsea, at the Cosmopolitan. We see, you know, at the the theater now, at the Virgin, formerly the Hard Rock, and, and the Joint. But these are these are great shows. They're ESPN. They're top rank. And it's just great to have boxing back with fans at full capacity. Yeah, it's nice. You know, I, I did the show in Miami uh, last week, Mayweather and all that. And it was nice just to almost get normal yeah. on what we do uh it's been a long run you know and but i've been blessed you're talking about top rank being a great organization they are the top promotion right now by far yeah. and for me to have done all these shows with them uh, as their house cut man uh was a blessing you know it, not everybody had that opportunity to work during the pandemic so uh, i've been blessed great all right stitch duran in the house today stitch we appreciate you coming by man uh we'll look forward to seeing you tomorrow night uh, in your uh, red robe uh, the, blue the, the blue back and forth this and that but uh we'll be there and we'll be checking you out man you know it's funny i'm ironing cause i always iron my outfits right i recommend everybody to iron them and uh so my granddaughter ava and my grandson uh jackson Okay, which one do you guys wait, want? Wait, to wait, you, your posse doesn't do that for you? You yeah, do it yourself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You actually iron it oh, yourself? I, I, I iron. Stand up. I iron He's a perfectionist. Yeah, He's a perfectionist. He wants it done right. I've always ironed their clothes from get go. Awesome. And now they do their own, and now I do my wife's, right? Yeah. So anyway, uh, uh, Ava's picking the red one, and Jackson's picking the blue one, and, and uh, come fight time, and I do interchange them, but when <laughs> the fight was on, Jackson saw that I had the blue one on, and he. He felt real stoked. Oh, yeah. You know, Papa wore mine. Yeah. <laughs> you know. The cleanest cut man in the business. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's styling and profiling all the time. There yeah, you go, man. Yeah, well, you got to represent yourself. Absolutely. You know? yeah. and, uh, and, you know, I take this game serious, mm-hmm. and I got a lot of respect mm-hmm. for it. And, and you know, people look at you, and, and they kind of make adjustments based on how you perform. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm always there to teach and, yeah. and, and always give back and, and uh, make this game as safe as possible. Well, I know I speak for Frank as well, too. We appreciate your friendship, man. We've known each other a long time, yeah. and uh, it, it's great seeing you work. And, and, again, being able to spend time like this is is outstanding. I mean, you got a great family. I love your family. And uh, uh, you're a pro, brother. And I, I just sincerely appreciate you big time. No, thank you. Yeah, next week I'm not going to do the Top Rank show because I'm working the Triller show. Yeah. Uh, but Charlotte and I are going. I tell you, you know, it's we've been through this hard year, and, and she's going to be going with me more often you know just go out and see Mm -hmm. the world and and uh you know spend time together so yeah you know this from a negative turn into a positive do you have to be more careful when you work a blue corner because at least in the red one the blood would kind of blend in with the rope (laughs) (laughs) no that's why i wear black all the time it's just the letters that are red there you you go yeah, yeah. I know how to cover that. <laughs> All right, Stitch. Uh, be good, man. And uh, you still got the clothing line going? I and do. Everything? So, yeah. so plug away, man. Let yeah. people know where they can they can reach you, follow you, and, and, and check out your product as well, yeah, too. Yeah, well, you know, One More Round, Mark Mark uh, Zucker is, is the owner of that. But One More Round, he has a, a great collection of, of apparel. And, and, you know, I always try to represent him as much as possible. But uh, even uh, my Stitch Premium Tape, Athletic Tape, and the Chaos Wells are available at Cutman for Hire Supplies. Uh, so, uh, yeah, you know, just plugging away.
There you go. Doing and don't be surprised, man. Just rolling through your TV with your remote control. Well, Stitch is on TV. There it is. Oh, that, he's in that movie. Oh, he's in that one. There it is. <laughs> Have you ever had a young fighter that when you're wrapping his hands or something like that, he looks and he goes, wait a second, I know you. All the you're time. the guy from the movie. Yeah. All, the, all the time. Yeah. 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 I, I, when, yeah. I was, when I was getting assignments today, the guys would say, you know, ah, Stitch. You know, yeah. Wait a second, I'm, I'm legit guy. now. Yeah, yeah, Stitch yeah, is yeah, wrapping yeah. my hands. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, it happens all the time. But I want to always give that, you know, I want to have that experience. Yeah. Right and and whether you're a four rounder or or a championship uh, fight, mm. I'm going to treat you like you are a champion because I think you you deserve that. You know, I'll wrap their head. Mm. There's no shortcuts. Yeah. So and I tell them, I said, look, uh, and I don't in charge of young guys, but I want you to understand that the importance of having a good team in a good corner, and uh, that's why I do it. Great stuff, my man. All right, uh, great seeing you again. Thanks Thank for you, uh, for coming by, and we'll look forward to seeing you uh, tomorrow night. Okay, ballpark Frank. See you tomorrow. There it is. Always All right. great seeing you, my friend. Stitch Duran, corner man extraordinaire, the cut man, the actor. Love having him here. We come back. We we'll touch a little NBA playoffs. Two big games tonight. T.C. Martin, ballpark Frank, live from Sunset Station.